gangbang would be, for example. We dominate the measurement scene along with Burma and Liberia. Hello and welcome. We're back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am once again your host, Brian Beckner. Stoked you're here. Stoked you are joining us for episode 59 of the program. Uh, today on the show, oh wait, for that, um, i Email addresses. We've been getting a lot of... I know I always start the show this way, but people got to hear. Not everyone... You'll be surprised. I know. I was shocked. Not everyone listens to every show. It's like kind of weird. Like I would listen to... I would be one of those people that was right on it every Thursday morning getting ready to download it. But sometimes people are like, hey, I just caught up. Like, how do you need to catch up? You listen to it every fucking week. That's the point. Um, so in case you haven't been tuning in, we've been doing a lot of l- corresponding with our listeners, interaction. That's kind of the direction we want to go. And to do that, I want you to email us. Either email us at mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com or leave us a voicemail. That's something new that we're having fun with. Um, the, the number is 949-464-TBLS, The Baller Lifestyle. Um, send, us, send us a voicemail because a lot of times the content you guys – what you guys want to hear us talk about may not be what we have in the front of our minds. And I like the direction you guys have been going. So uh, either email us, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com or – Leave us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS. Um, before, you know, I just saw something today that I was just talking to somebody about this a little while ago. I saw a link. I didn't click on it. Um, I saw that Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne gave his, for, gave his daughter a Ferrari for her 16th birthday because that's what every 16-year-old needs. But I was confused because isn't Lil Wayne like 17? Like Lil Wayne has a daughter like the same age as him? I'm confused. And if you're called Lil and you are Lil, I don't think you should be allowed to have teenage children. Unless like once you knock someone up, then you're then you have to drop the you have to become big of that. Even if you are even if you're physically little. Am I am I that out of is Lil Wayne still a thing? And is he old enough to have a six? I'm really confused by that. And why do you buy a fur rock? Okay. Uh, today on the show, big topic. A lot of people talking about this. Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong has had the most precipitous fall from grace of any athlete, maybe any public figure, except for maybe OJ. But I don't, I don't think OJ reached the high heights. So um, it, it would be tough to find someone who who has taken a bigger fall than Lance Armstrong. And now he's taken a huge monetary hit um, and we're going to talk about that uh, Delaney there's someone called Delaney that plays football Delaney Walker who I think is a tight end for the Titans 
um, he's he he's got some deals. He likes to get out there. He likes to do some stuff. And apparently, his girlfriend is not fond of his behavior, and so she put him on blast via his own Instagram. So uh, we'll talk about that social media. Um, and I, I know this has been a big topic. I'm not I'm not sure if everyone's heard about it, but the Oregon State basketball team was coming home from a weekend of getting their ass kicked by UCLA. And on the way home, the plane was delayed because one of the passengers was bitten by a scorpion on the plane. Um, So we're going to talk about the scorpion plane, obviously. Also, there's a mission to Mars in the works, uh, uh, a human, a manned mission to Mars. They're going to colonize Mars, and they're looking for volunteers. Um, So we're definitely going to talk about that. Who would you volunteer for that mission? Because it's it's going to take like five years just to get there. Like it's there's no. Have you seen Interstellar? It's kind of like that. Like you leave and you never come back unless you find a portal via the, the via the universal force of true love. Like I think I think that's what I was supposed to take away from that movie. It was really long and I got really bored, but I think. That's what Interstellar was trying to tell you. Uh, But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's real. I think that's just what they call science fiction. There's a Mars mission, and they're sending people out there, and they ain't fucking coming back. And I think that's good for – that's a win-win for everyone in the situation. Um, And in news out of 1849, Utah, the great state of Utah, the home of some pretty good snowboarding and some – low test beer to go with it. Um, Utah has moved to reinstate the firing squad. (laughs) Yes, it's the 2000s and Utah wants to bring back the firing squad. So we're definitely going to talk about that. And of course, Fancy Pop, we will have Kate here later to discuss everything that's going on in the world of pop culture, including The Bachelor. Things are heating up on The Bachelor. It is very, very exciting, and we will have a recap of that when Kate gets here in Fancy Pop. Um, But before we do all that, I've laid it out. That's all the stuff we're going to talk about. We might get to more stuff, but that's some of the stuff we're going to talk about. Uh, And we're going to talk about it with my main man, co-host of the program, Ed Daly, Ed how you doing? I'm in the home stretch. I, uh, as you know, I've been, I've been staying dry for a long time now, and I, I tremendous amount of discipline on yeah. your part, Ed. I could not do it. I could go like a couple weeks, but you're on basically a three month dry out. Two it's months, amazing. Two months. Let's let's not go crazy. Two, two I said I would I would start again in March. So March is just around the corner, and uh, right. So so the last. I know you had you've had like a couple drinks this year, but I won't count those. Basically, you have not had a drink since January one, December. Yeah, 31st. I was watching a bowl game, but not like the the championship or anything. It was way before that. Right. But I yes. that one time I met my buddy in South Beach, the guy who uh, dates models. Um, I met him for a couple drinks, and on the second drink, or maybe third drink, uh, I, I had to go to the bathroom. I said, "Just just get two or whatever you're getting." You know, I figured it would be a beer or something. And Long Island no, he tea. ordered some drink. I don't know what was going on. It had oh, clamato in it. <laughs> you know, oh, like a like yeah, a bloody but Mary? it was like a beer and clamato in it, and it was oh. it was gross. I don't know what was going on. I was like, 
Oh, I like uh, that. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much done with this night. And then I just called it a night. And so, yeah, that was like January 9th. But like, yeah, that was a couple drinks on one specific thing. But yeah. A, a bloody beer is what you have. I don't had. mind. I, well, I, I don't. I'm never on board with the clam flavor. But, uh, but yeah, right. I, I, it wasn't going to be my choice if I'm having a couple drinks with a buddy. That is an interesting, like, you're, get me whatever you're having, and then he gets a real sort of off-the-board drink. Also, was it nighttime? I feel like that's a daytime drink. I'm it very, was South Beach, though, uh, so who knows? Maybe the rules are different there? I don't know. That's true. I don't know. That's true. But yeah. it was, it was, um, it was off-putting, and I, I just called it a night. But yeah, I've been, for the most part, dry since then, so uh, the end of February is coming fast. I'm, I'm ready for it. Do you have plans for your first cocktail, Ed? Um, I'm actually meeting uh, some buddies in College Park, Maryland, going to Maryland, Michigan, and just getting all kinds of tank that day. That That's a basketball yeah. game. Awesome. Um, all right. Well, that's that's good to hear. I'm very – you have tremendous will – Especially for a man with children, and uh, yeah, that's that's the that's the big thing. They they had a snow day today, and it was a four yes. day weekend on top of that. So I've had them five days in a row, and the and the wife's yes. out of the country for the next week and a half. Right, your wife travels a lot. For those not to get too inside baseball here, but Ed is often alone for long stretches with children, and and as any of our listeners know that have spent any time alone with children. All you want to do is just put them to bed and just relax yeah, just with a stiff cocktail, drink. A, a whiskey, yeah. yeah, and just and you deserve it. No one would blame you. So good for you. Uh, okay, we, we talked. To, I, I mentioned it at the top of the show, Ed. We're doing a lot of email and voicemail correspondence with our listeners. People are reaching out at mailbag at theballerlifestyle dot com, and they're also calling our voicemail nine four nine four six four. TBLS, and let, let's get to a couple of those. Ed, email from listener, I, I recognize this guy from Twitter, Peter Shalitsky. I hope I'm saying that correctly. I think I am. Peter Shalitsky writes, Hi, longtime listener. I don't know if this has ever been covered, but how did Brian and Ed connect to do the podcast? Also, do you think you guys will ever do a show in Southern California or Hoboken together, like a super show? Maybe something in Chicago in the summer to coincide with the Grateful Dead <laughs> reunion, Ed. Well, I do love the city of Chicago, but I, I can promise you I will always try to keep at least two or three state distance from the dead. Well, We'll see. Don't never say never. P.S. I really like it when Travis is on and he works blue. A lot, a lot of response for Travis. Very the very clean, um, buttoned up Travis Rogers coming on and dropping a lot of f bombs during his, in, in explaining his ultimate dislike for Daniel Larusso. Um, yeah, get a couple of IPAs in that guy and geez, P.P.S. Ooh, both a lot of P.S.s here, yeah. Pete. Like just put it in the just put it in the yeah, box. It's okay. That's what I mean, paragraphs I, are for. That's right. PPS. I really like it when Jason is on and drops the illicit porn terms, i.e., gangbang. Please have him reference more exclamation point. It really gives the show an uncomfortable vibe. Gotta agree. Jason likes to really you know, it even makes Ed you had we had lost you to the to the Hoboken internet system. <laughs> 
um, when Jason was last on, but he really he announced that um, one of the one of the girls on The Bachelor looked like she would participate in a ten on one gangbang, and b- both Fancy and I, I think, audibly gasped. <laughs> like it, it even made me uncomfortable. Um, so yeah, I, I sort of enjoy that as well, and we'll definitely have Jason on here coming up. Um, so Ed, how, how do we meet? Meet we met on Twitter, right? I- yeah, but as far as the podcast, I think I think you just kind of floated the idea to me one time. I don't. Well, that's right. We we yeah we had gotten to know each other on Twitter, and I had been doing. I had been on the radio for a while, and a lot of people are kind of always sort of hit me up like, when are you going to do more, and how how where else can we hear you? And because I I only do a thirty minute segment uh, a week on the radio, and the, the, you know the, there was sort of. Some ideas have been floated where I could do more on the radio and maybe do my own thing, but that that never had come to fruition. And so I thought, well, I, you know, I would like to to do my own podcast. It's, you know, it's a novel idea. Only like <laughs> seven years after yeah, everyone else. Yeah, when one. you floated the idea, that was already well after podcasts had had made their right, right, but. T- if you read, like, we're still in the infancy of podcasting. Most people you talk to have never heard a podcast, and they're very confused when you tell them that you listen to podcasts. Uh, but the point is, I knew Ed and I sort of connected on a uh, philosophical level. Sure. Not on all things. No, certainly not all. On most things. But you wouldn't want to do a show with someone who you connected on all things with. No. You you want to you want to you don't want to you don't want to marry someone that you you agree with on everything. You want to have a friction. little push pull. Well, friction. Yeah, that's that's what makes life good. Uh, but yeah, we just we wanted to do something creative together, and um, so yeah, maybe sometime we will get to the point where we can sit down in the same room here, either here at Baller Lifestyle World headquarters or somewhere else. Or even do a show. Yeah, even before show, just actually meeting. Yeah, we, we've also <laughs> never met in person, which is a little weird. Uh, I mean, it isn't. It isn't. And I, you know, I hate to be a, just an incredible dick here, but this is a message for Pete and really for anybody. Uh, just Google the difference between IE and EG. Just, you know. EG means for example. Yeah. IE is in uh, other okay. words, like... You know, mm. gangbang would be, for example. Right. That's just me. I That's mean, just me being a dick. But uh, yeah, good, really yeah, good email though. It was a good email. Really picking nits there <laughs> on our guy Pete Shalitsky, who I who uh, I'm a fan I of. Enjoy. Yeah. Sure, I like him. I like when he gives us a tweet. I don't like him to the Rick Romo level where I'm going to give him a follow. Well, he, this is his first interaction with the show, so it could yeah it could get better. Uh, okay, and we also got a voicemail, and this is this I believe we. Played one. This is from Chris in Maryland. Yeah. He's um, and I feel like as he a, is as certainly a he is certainly not going dry for the month of January and February. I I feel like as a graduate of the University of Maryland, Ed, <laughs> you this is you own this guy. I, I, I've never met him. I mean, sure, I'm Chris in Maryland belongs to you. I I went to Long Beach, as everyone knows. I went to the finest American university, the Harvard of the West, California State Long Beach. So if anybody um, and if anybody calls in from Long Beach drunk and possibly driving a vehicle, then, then they belong to me. So do you take ownership for the entire state of California? Uh, so only Southern California because Northern California is a separate state. 
All right. All right. I mean, it's, you know, gee, it is, we're, we're part of the same state, but anybody that lives here knows that we're two separate people. So yeah, I'll take all the Southern Californians. Uh, okay. Let's, let's listen to what Chris in Maryland had to say. back. It's Chris in Maryland, and, uh, you know, I want to get some housekeeping out of the way. Uh, first thing I have to say is that, um, mentioned something about banners and whatnot last time, and, uh, you know, there's some dude, I guess, in Memphis who may have made a banner. Still talking so much banners. banner talk. And, uh, you know, that's yeah. what I was talking about in my last voicemail. I hated it. You know, how dare you, Ed? Your fantastic breakdown of Bruce Jenner. Come on, overcome what you just did to Paul McCartney. But you have a chance to redeem yourself. Why is Beckner doing hot yoga? I don't think you really um, talked about that. How do you, how, what are your feelings about hot yoga? I mean, I don't do it. I, I, I was offered to do it, and then I realized I had a penis, and so if, if you could please, Ed Daly, give me your breakdown on Beckner doing hot yoga, then you could redeem yourself on your shitty take of Paul McCartney. And um, I'm going to make this fairly short, that none of them are, and I'm out. Okay, Ed. What Chris in Maryland <laughs> okay. really went a long way, took a long time towards a lot, asking a lot, about. A lot of words. He 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 has a beef with your take on Paul McCartney, which you've made very clear. But I think he only has that beef so that he can bring up the bigger topic for him, which is me being a. Bikram yoga practitioner. He is not a fan of that at all. He he <laughs> claims that his he he was offered to do Bikram yoga, but that his penis, the fact that he owns a penis, precluded him from doing so. I also have a penis, and yes, I have. I haven't lately, but I, in the past, I've definitely practiced Bikram yoga. I would suggest it for anyone. Um, Ed, do you have any thoughts on me? as a hot yoga practitioner. <laughs> well, I, I have a couple thoughts here. One, one, I, I do not feel like I need to make up for the Paul McCartney, uh, opinion because if anyone watched the SNL, uh, special on Sunday night, I think my, I think my answer was, was confirmed. I mean, that, I would disagree. I would disagree. That he was, I mean, it was so sad with his weak, yes. horrible voice. It was yes. really, it was really embarrassing. And he then def- he definitely cannot sing like he once could, but he, he was playing maybe one of the great rock and roll songs in the oh. history of the genre that he wrote. Overrated song. Yeah. And, and on top of that, like I was thinking, okay, so you, you're saying, because he was a beetle and because he did things 40 years ago oh, my man. opinion my opinion was that he stinks over the last four decades right. and i mean do you do you want michael jordan to keep playing because he was great once upon a time like uh, do you, or is nick nick cage was fantastic in raising arizona 
Is, yes. Are we not? Are we not allowed to say he stinks now? Well, he wasn't raising Arizona while a good movie, great movie, was great not movie. the Beatles. And Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan, that's a closer analogy. And Michael Jordan's greatness as a Chicago Bull isn't diminished by his shittiness as an executive or a Washington Wizards player, but, which but I why, heard he but, was. But by that logic, why not? Why not just sign him uh, to a contract on the Bulls right now? Why isn't he playing? Because he's no good anymore. Uh, yeah, but the the thing is, is that some sometimes people's what people achieve is so great that it's that there's they get a, no. they get to ride on it forever. Like well, he was in he the keeps, Beatles. If he, he wrote only, all listen, those fucking songs, if if he only wanted to just sing Beatles songs, like do what the Stones do and just just play, uh, you know, the the same nine songs. In their concerts and everything, but Paul McCartney's still putting out shitty music at Starbucks every year and a half. Well, I don't know. I'm not familiar. I mean, his solo records are the best of any of the Beatles by far. By by, it's not even close. Not, not even close. You're, you, he, they're the third best. No, they're third no. N- there's, no. No one, no one even questions that. There's not, there's not even a debate to be had that Paul McCartney's solo career not is even by close. far the best of any of the Beatles. No, you're wrong there. But anyway. Let's let's get back to the original yes. question. My thoughts on the hot yoga are when I think of people doing hot yoga, all I can think about is how horrible that studio must smell. Oh, it does. Awful. Like I just think it must be unbearable. Awful. It's but it's worse than you're thinking. I have no I've no problem with with that, I've never done it, but I have no form of uh, no form of exercise. Do I really give a shit about one way right. or the other? Because I've been to just regular uh, gyms with weights, and the biggest clowns on earth are the guys screaming and and wanting to spot you. And really, no matter where you go, and I I've told you I do that insanity workout, and yes. I'm sitting there watching, you know, essentially an exercise video with a bunch of clowns jumping around and smiling as they're right. doing grueling exercise, like. I, I will not throw stones at any sort of exercise, but just to me, when I think about hot yoga, I think about bad, bad smells. There's That's a, what I think there's about. There's a terrible, terrible odor in there because the room is like 105 degrees or something. <laughs> it's very, oh. very hot and very and, smelly. And, and feet, right? Those and feet. Well, yeah, everyone's pretty much naked in there, and they and it's and they pump steam because they make the room uh. humid. So, so it's what? really just being in the room is difficult, and that's the point. So it's like a sauna effect. That's what. It, yes. that's the the goal. Absolutely, just, just to get you to sweat it out. It's it's supposed to be a struggle. Like it's supposed to be something that you have to endure, because it's it's much more than a physical activity. It's a mental activity. It's for it's it helps your brain, Ed. Okay. And a lot of people can't like a lot. Of, you're not allowed to leave. Like that's the thing. It's a ninety minute class with 26 I think set poses that you have to go through and a lot of times people pass out and shit like it's not it's not for the faint of heart it's not I get why people wouldn't want to do it but I, I mean it's not gay I mean I, although I've seen a lot of gay guys there for sure or yeah I, don't, guys I, 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 I don't, assume are gay I have no problem with with any sort of form of exercise. Um, somebody but. somebody told me that at my at the studio I went to, um, Kobe Bryant has practiced there before. I've never seen him there though. That that'd be interesting though. 
Yeah, because you'd have to follow him in the locker room, see what he's packing. I mean, only for you. Yeah, for for all of us. Yeah, I feel like he would be the kind of guy to go in the locker room and just give everybody a look, you know? Because if you saw if you saw something staggering, then that veil story becomes a much bigger horror story. <laughs> well, I I mean, he's backdoor top shelf. Then. He's six feet six, Ed. Like I feel like he is. He's he's got. Even if he's not, and his Nick, dad's name is Jellybean, right? Even if he's not Nick Foles, he's you know he's he's right. got to be very ex- extremely well endowed. I would imagine. Right. Uh, okay, what Ed? What is going on? Wait, we we listened to the email. We played the voicemail. We actually have another somebody. We we didn't get to this um, a couple weeks ago, but Mark the Nomad had a question about the metric system that I think we'll save <laughs> till when Fancy Sauce joins us because Fancy Sauce is a practitioner of the metric system. Uh, we, we'll we'll no. review his metric system question when she gets here, as she is the expert. Uh, Ed, what is going on in the world of sports? Tell us what is happening. What do we need to know about? On Monday, a three-person arbitration panel ordered that Lance Armstrong, along with Tailwind Sports, the owner of Armstrong's Tour de France teams, must pay Dallas-based insurance company SCA $10 million. In 2006, SCA was ordered to pay Armstrong $7.5 million settlement um, for winning Tour de France in 2002, 2003, and 04. Then, in light of the fact that Armstrong admitted to Oprah that he took performance-enhancing drugs, SCA wanted their money back. The panel chastised the the disgraced cyclist for being a liar and awarded what is believed to be the largest award of sanctions assessed against an individual in American judicial history. Brian, two questions. One, Lance did win those bike races. Why exactly does SEA deserve their money back? And two, the year is 2015, and you strongly suggested we do this story. Why are you so passionate about talking about this cyclist? I am not. I don't. I don't <laughs> care. Actually, I um, like. I'm not. I always thought Lance Armstrong was a douche. Like even when he was winning, like when everyone had those stupid fucking wristbands on, and he was like Mister Fucking Cancer, and I'm like the guy's on steroids, and you know. That's not a big deal to me, but if you hold this guy up as your fucking superhero, you should maybe like have an emperor's new clothes moment and kind of take a step back and, and look at who your guy is. Um, but I don't I don't care about any of that. I I I'm more interested in this insurance company that was probably beating its fucking dick off to get into the Lance Armstrong business when he was the biggest athlete marketer in the world. And then what did they get out of it? Everything they wanted. The guy, all the guy did was win and fucking get, he probably had their stupid patch on his jersey or what, however they, you know, he did commercials for him or whatever. And then they tried not to pay him and then they had to pay him. And now they want their fucking money back after getting from him everything they, they asked for. I don't understand what, what, why they want to be paid back because he was lying. Like they didn't know that he he was he's in the the most drug abusing sport that there is. But yeah, the the whole thing is anytime you talk about vacating titles or wins, like technically Chris Weber lost every game he played for for Michigan. That's true. Yet I remember seeing him in the NCAA final. That's right. And Reggie Bush Reggie technically Bush. didn't win the Heisman, but 
Yeah, he did. <laughs> we saw it. Like, exactly. So, like, anything vacated, like, if you want to punish somebody, you can punish them going forward, but you cannot change what happened. It's not like they awarded the Tour de France to somebody else. Like, they do that for, John for Olympic. Yeah, for, for Olympic medals, they'll do that. They'll give, like, whoever Ben Johnson beat. Did they give it to Carl Lewis? Carl Lewis. He's sick? Yeah, like, they actually give it, but, like, I think for all these other vacated things, they don't give it to someone else. They just it's say just you're getting rid of it. So. Empty. Yeah, so I mean, he did win those races. Yeah, th- here's the thing: I don't like. I could give a shit about Lance Armstrong, but Lance Armstrong versus a fucking insurance company. Like, is there a right. slimier business out there? Like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to side right. with Lance on that one. Also, All you hear about them is how they somehow don't pay if there's a storm or something where people think they should get a payout, and somehow they don't. Yeah, like insurance yeah. companies are the worst. It's the one business where you're required to have it, and then when it comes time to try to collect some of it, all you can do is like, oh, fuck, I better not claim anything. That My, my rates are going to go up. It's like they, <laughs> they have you like worked into such a position where you pay it every month, and then you do everything possible not to ever have to draw on it because then they're going to charge you more the next month. Yeah, uh, yeah so fuck Lance Armstrong, but – Bigger picture, fuck insurance. <laughs> yeah. Next one up, Tennessee Titans tight end Delaney Walker had his Instagram account hacked this past Valentine's Day by his long-term girlfriend Racine Lewin. She posted That's a picture. Not a name Delaney Walker and Racine Lewin. Both of those aren't names. Continue. <laughs> she posted a picture of the two of them with the following caption: "This is my girlfriend slash fiance of ten years. Her name is Racine." Which, uh, I broke up with her just a few days ago, like I do every February, because I have no self-control in the off-season. I'm a celebrity, and she no longer looks good enough for my image while I'm not playing football. She's also five months pregnant, so I figured it was the perfect time to take advantage of her. I sent her four dozen rosins today, hoping that cheers her up. We'll see. Dot, dot. All jokes aside, surprise, Delaney, you're having a girl. Brian, what's worse? Couples working things out on social media or Instagram captions longer than a sentence or two. <laughs> uh, I'm sure she put some hashtags on there too. Um, this, I feel like this broad needs to read that book. He's just not that India. Like who? What? Have some self respect. You've been hanging out with this guy for ten years, getting broken up with every February, so he doesn't have to buy you a Valentine's yeah. present. Like still, still let him knock you up. Yeah, who's who's the clown in this picture? I do, I do wonder though about. Like the the psyche of names. Like, do you think this guy needs to fuck so many chicks because he has a girl's name? Like, he he has to like really put it out there and show how macho he is because he, his name is Delaney D E L A N I E. Yeah, Dick Butkus didn't become that hard hitter just because he was Dick Butkus. That's a Bronco Nagurski. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I like I said, I really have a problem with couples like working things out like yes. sometimes you see a post like yes. hey I- i'd like to start i'd like to start watching mad men but i'm waiting for sarah to come downstairs uh, like you see that no. shit and you're like oh please like no. just keep that shit to yourself exactly i totally agree with you uh, and, in- uh, yes. and instagram is a visual app we don't we don't need a lot of words uh, also it's, visual. it's like this guy How's he? How's he giving her access to his fucking phone? Like, you need a thumbprint to log onto a phone. You need a password. Like, how is your chick getting into your Instagram and posting from your account? 
passwords. Like this guy deserves everything he gets. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not very secretive about passwords and stuff because I don't. I mean, what, you break into my phone, you can see a whole lot of nothing. Me either. But, this, but I'm not an NFL guy, tight this, end. Yeah, this guy's this road. guy's up to some shit. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're up to business, you got to have that burner phone that all the ball players have. Exactly. That's that's a number one rule. That's that's Tiger Woods downfall. Like t- Tiger Woods should do a PSA. A get a burn. <laughs> like somebody. Hi, I'm Tiger Woods. Yeah. Does he have a cell phone sponsor? He. Somebody should do do an ad. Hey, Madison Avenue, listen up. Sign Sprint, or because I don't feel like any of the big ones. It would have to be like one of those second tier carriers. Oh, what, is the, what is the burner carry? Uh, Cricket. Oh yeah, Boost Mobile. Boost Mobile. They're part of Sprint. Boost Mobile. Sign up Tiger Woods. Give him whatever his quote is, and he could do a commercial where he's like, "Hey." Get, I wish I would have got two. And then he holds up, and they could have a whole marketing campaign on why some guys, for whatever reason, they could play coy about it. They can, you know, they, it doesn't have to be stated, but he, he could be like, I wish I would have had two. And then he could like hold up two phones and have that gray tooth and everything. <laughs> like, that's a great, that's a great marketing plan. Uh, somebody put that together. Uh, okay, Ed. Next story, the Scorpion plane. I'm really excited about this. Flight carrying Oregon, Oregon State men's basketball team from Los Angeles to Portland was delayed Saturday night after it was discovered that a woman on board had been stung by a scorpion. Alaska Airlines said it's unclear when the scorpion got on the plane. The plane had flown from LAX to Mexico, where scorpions are common. Quote, the plane was coming from Mexico before us, and the scorpion was on the plane, Beaver coach Wayne Tinkle said. The woman was a real champ. Hold on, she hold had- on, hold on. Wait. The coach of the you- Beavers is Michelle Obama's brother. <laughs> no, no, he got canned. Oh, shit. Okay, go on. Yeah, because he was terrible and, le- and kept his job like three years too long. Well, it's- Everybody's like, well, at least we'll get a visit to the White House. No one expects him to be good. You may as well have the, the first lady's brother as your coach. <laughs> uh the woman was a real champ. She acted like it was a mosquito bite. They got her off, but the needle was stuck. Alaska Airlines said it planned to have an exterminator thoroughly check the plane once it arrived in Portland. Brian, what scares you the most? Scorpions, things originating in Mexico, or the security measures of Alaska Airlines? All, all of the above. Uh, I, I didn't know. Scorpions don't leave the stinger. Like They can sting you multiple times with that thing, can't they? I don't, I don't know. It's not like a bee. I'm petrified of scorpions. I'll like, tell to you, me, that's that's creepy. I'll tell you a story. A guy I played golf with not that long ago. He lives in Arizona. He's got yeah. apparently got a pretty nice house out there, and he was uh, he was like hanging out like at night or whatever in, in the jacuzzi. And he got out and he um, took off his trunks and he hung them over the hung them over like a chair or something to dry out. And then the next day. He's like, oh, I think it's hot out here. I live in Arizona. It's like in the hundreds. I'm going to put my trunks on. Pulls his trunks on. Stung. On the nuts. Oh, my goodness. Not once, but twice by a scorpion. Oh, my God. Scorpion. Just go, go right to the hospital, right? Yeah, I mean, I think he was okay. Like, I don't think. I don't know that. I don't think they're poisonous, dude. How do you how do you how do you take off your your clothes ever again? That, yeah, it's like making sure there's not a snake in your boot or whatever in the army. Yeah, oh, like, that's you got to be ready for that. I, th- I think his nuts got pretty swollen after that. I'm gonna I have to follow up with them. Um, he, here's my thoughts on this though. 
they didn't this it's not like the it's not like the scorpion just fucking crawled onto a plane like that's that's you know this is this is the what's more what's more likely scenario i mean i suppose a scorpion could crawl onto an aircraft but i think that's unlikely What's yeah, there's, there's a long walkway to get there. Yes, yes. Seems, it's seems up the, unlikely. Coming up the landing gear or something. To me, what's more likely is that it was brought onto the plane by a fellow passenger, probably a keeps exotic pets type guy. Right. And he's somebody who who is dying to tell you that they've got a new scorpion. Yeah, yeah. They want to show it to you. They, they want to offer you to hold it. He probably they're going to gift it to someone like they're bringing it. They're really excited and they're they're going to bring it in their backpack or whatever their pocket and they want to show it to somebody when they get there. And I feel like the TSA or the FBI or whoever was in charge just needed to when the plane disembarked, they just needed to pull off everybody wearing a tank top. Be like, I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you. You know, considering it's coming from Mexico and Arizona, there's probably four or five guys on there. There's probably more exotic animals on there. Pull those guys aside. You in the tank top. You in the tank top. You in the tank top. And you in the tank top. Come over here. We need to talk to you about the scorpion situation. I feel like (laughs) that would have gotten the culprit pretty quickly. And also... You know, when these cleaning crews, we've all been there waiting for our flight, Mm -hmm. and the cleaning crew, they're going to spend a good 25 minutes cleaning, Mm -hmm. and who knows what they do, because you always find, like, you always find some tissue in the the pocket in front of you anyway. You'd find lots of shit. So, I just think, yes, they're not always going to do their best job, but if the plane is coming from Wichita, okay, we'll, we'll just roll the dice with that. If it's coming from Mexico... There's a lot yeah. of shit allowed in yeah. Mexico that I don't want on my flight. That's true. That's, yeah, like that's do, a, do a better job. Yeah, get it. Get go over that thing with a fine tooth comb. I wonder, Ed, like goatee guy, ponytail guy, exotic pet guy. Would the is the Venn diagram of that? Is that just a circle? <laughs> yeah, it's just a very dark circle. Very, very dark circle. Uh, okay, Ed, good stuff. Um, we're going to Mars and. I want to know your thoughts on this Dutch nonprofit. That can the Dutch take people to other planets? I don't. I don't feel like that's one of the countries that should get the stamp of approval to go to Mars. I don't feel like the Dutch have that in their arsenal, but maybe they do. Dutch nonprofit Mars One has named a hundred people who will remain in the running for a one-way trip to Mars, expected to leave Earth in 2024. Out of more than 200,000 people who applied, 24 will be trained for the mission, and four will take the first trip if all goes according to plan. If this is the first you're hearing of the one-way trip to Mars, check out our story on the organization and people who signed up to die on Mars. Um, The round of eliminations was made after Norbert Kraft, Mars One's chief medical officer... uh, I need to see this guy's credentials. Interviewed 660 people volunteered for this, Ed. Interviewed 660 candidates who said they were ready to leave everything behind to venture to Mars. The applications were open to anyone over age 18 because the organization believes its greatest need is not to find the smartest or most skilled people, but rather the people most dedicated to the cause. 
Ed, Joran Vandersloot is Dutch. Should he be on this mission? <laughs> Absolutely. They should they should crowd it. Even if there's well, there's only really four seats, be like, no, nah, we can fit fifteen hundred yeah, people get, in this. Get the salute on there. Like somebody's <laughs> parents, some young girl's parents will thank you because eventually he's gonna get out of that Peruvian prison and he's gonna kill again. Of course he is. Of course he is. Um and, you know, as you're reading, I'm thinking, there's 660 people that volunteered, and that that is 660 people that are not currently having sex or anywhere. Because you just, if you're signing yes. up to go to Mars, you're, you've, you've got nothing to live for. No, things are, have, Be- are not going well for you. Because this is different. This is different from somebody who's suicidal. That's a chemical imbalance in your head. Problems right. there. This. These are people that are just like shit. Is just not ever going to get better for me on Earth. So I've got. There's no chance that if it's a man, there's no chance that they have seen a vagina in any recent history. Agreed. And same with penis for women. It's just these are all losers. But uh, you know, I was thinking who. Do, this might be a good thing to ask people is who and what would you like to see on that Mars? Who are you sending to Mars? I've, I've already offered up Joran Vandersloot, but I'm sure there are better candidates to send Well, I to think Mars. Every, everyone would, would love to send Bieber. Because I, I, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and, uh, and I, I can't figure out one person. I've never met one person who likes Bieber. Um, no, no one likes Bieber. Like, like you know how like when there's there's somebody that's divisive, but like you know they're, they're, like they they have their fans. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I seriously like not even through you know very distant channels on Twitter or or uh, you know Facebook. Right. Like I don't, I don't know one person that that wants to do anything other than punch him in the face. He's got a lot of believers, but who are out they? There. And he sexes a lot of chicks somehow, like models. Yeah. Okay, is it just because he's rich? I don't get it. Yeah. I would also nominate Joe Buck and Bob Costas. I uh, think both. Yeah. Both would be great picks. That Those are pretty good picks. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to think about it. But either way, it's like a win-win, right? Like people that volunteer to go to Mars are the kind of people we don't need around here anyway. So it's like they get to right. go on their death space tour and then we don't get to have to have them here. I think it's perfect. Yeah, I mean, yeah what's the the upside? I, I guess maybe because I just saw that that uh, Interstellar. Like that's yeah. kind of how I imagine it. Like real dusty. You're just eating food rations. Just miserable. Yeah, what's the, it's what's awful. the your that's your best case scenario. The the worst case obviously is if you just burn up just trying to get there. But like your best scenario is you're just living like a pretty boring life forever. Like at, yeah, maybe you get lucky and you show up to Mars and there's Matt Damon kicking it. <laughs> And you're yeah, like, whoa. But he's going to try to murder you. Yeah, wasn't expecting to see that guy. And, oh, shit, <laughs> he signaled us here despite the fact that it, this is, place is uninhabitable. Motherfucker. Um, but, yeah, it's probably more just a, just a fucking death mission. Just like you're just being shot into space to die like the, like Superman 1. Yeah. Is that where they send him? They, they're like, they put him in a box. They put the bad guys in a box and just shot him into space. Was that Superman oh, yeah. 1? I think it might have been two. Superman Maybe two. it was one. Not I the one know. with Richard Pryor, what, Superman 3. What, no, one was with uh, Hackman as uh, Luther. I think the I, second one was with those weird people in the... In oh, the- right.
You're going to like this one. Firing squad bill passes Utah House after <laughs> tough debate. I looked all over. I thought that the dateline on this newspaper was going to say yeah. 1789, but this is February 17th. You get this via telegram? 2015. <laughs> With only a single vote to spare, the Utah House passed a controversial bill Friday that would reinstate the firing squad as a means of carrying out the death penalty in Utah. HB 11 now goes to the Senate. Quote, this bill, first of all, is not a debate on whether or not to have the death penalty. Fuck no. Bill sponsor, Representative Paul Ray, Republican. I'm... Do you think there's anybody in the Utah yeah. House that isn't a Republican, mother? <laughs> the only Democrats are the people there vacationing uh, while skiing. Right, exactly. The state of Utah has adopted the death penalty, and in doing so, we have to have a means of carrying it out. As if firing squad is the only available means to them. Yeah. I mean, what about hanging? HB 11 would amend Utah law to allow the firing squad as a means to carry out the death penalty if the drug cocktail necessary for lethal injection was unavailable. Hey, can't you just picture them like, fuck, guys, we're all out of the drug cocktail. I I thought I had some. I looked in the fridge. Like, we usually keep it right here on this shelf. Or Or the the guy just, like, accidentally... You know, knocking it over yeah. with his elbow, like, oh, I guess we got to get the firing squad. Right. right. He's like loading up the needle. He's like doing it real slow and it just slips out of his hand. It splashes on the floor. Oh, my God. That was our last vial of the drug. We can't get any more. Everybody <laughs> load up your guns. Ed, can we expect another state where it's currently 1809 to bring back the guillotine? <laughs> I I would think West Virginia, right? Right. They're next. Kentucky. They're next. Kentucky. Yeah, there's there's actually a handful of states that really fit the profile. Uh, but if you were sentenced to death, I I might prefer firing squad. Um. Well, because they they bag your head, right? Yeah. And then like you know, twenty guys shoot you at once, and one has blanks, so you're definitely dead. He's, Whereas, what if you live? You, know, you hear, but you hear these horror stories. Yeah. Of, I mean, just getting the the whole process of getting strapped into the chair has got to be a real bummer. Or, you know, well, it's not that we're little kids, but nobody really likes getting a shot. And yeah, that would be pretty shitty if your last thing is getting, getting a shot. shot. Yeah, that's true. They put the IV in there. You know, I don't. I know our audience would not agree with me. In this one, I would be me, and our audience would be you. And it, but instead okay. of Paul McCartney, we're talking about the death penalty. Um, the, like I'm not, I'm not a, above like killing bad people. The problem is, is that occasionally we accidentally yeah, kill. We whiff. We we accidentally kill someone yeah. that may not have been the bad person. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. And if you look at the, if you just Google like death penalty countries and you just look at a map of the countries it's not company you want to be you don't you just don't want to be like we we live in a place where we have a very close-minded worldview meaning we only think about what happens here and we think that's the world and really there's a whole fucking world outside and none of the civilized places in the world except for us and japan kill people yeah, Something to not, think about. Not, not a good, not a good scene. Um, and 
they definitely. Well, I think in China they still they still do firing squad and, and lots of uncivilized places do it like that. But uh, yeah, Utah. Good job, Utah. And I, I like that Utah like felt really motivated to to correct this thing that they've got going on. Right. They didn't. Right. They didn't correct correct that no beer can be over four percent. Yes. Or or the fact that if you order a drink, I because I, I looked at this because yeah. I knew there was a weird rule. They they have they're mandated by law to use measuring spoons, and yes. no glass of booze can contain more than an ounce and a half at any time. And they have to pour the booze behind a special curtain. Yeah, and it and I've only been. But they got to correct this one. I've this o- is the one they need to correct. I've only been to Utah once, and it's like. All the bars, like if it's not a restaurant or just a bar, and I don't know if we have a listener in Utah, but they could help us out with this. You have to be like sponsored in. You have to like be – all the bars are like, quote, like private clubs. So if you go there and you want to order a drink, you have to become a member of the club, and you have to have like someone else that's at the bar sponsor you in to be like, yeah, I'll take – yeah, he can be on my – membership or whatever and then you have to pay a membership before you can order a drink can you can you imagine like yeah. having to having to to curry favors so you can have like just do anything yes. you can to get involved in a club that'll serve you coarse lights yeah i just i just want to order one of your shitty 3.5 percent beers <laughs> like what the fuck uh, a sad place. yeah it is a sad place i'm glad i don't live there um Okay, Ed. We got. We talked about that Lance Armstrong story that was burning a near hole in your and, pocket, ne- yes. near and dear to your heart. I know you wanted to get to that. We talked about the Venn diagram of goatee versus ponytail versus exotic pet guy. Utah firing squad, mission to Mars, all sorts of stuff happening on today's show. But now it's time to talk about the stuff we don't know about. Of course, I'm talking about the. Bachelor. I'm talking about celebrity news, everything that's happening in the world of pop culture. <laughs> Joining us now, as always, is the Baller Lifestyle's very own pop culture correspondent. This segment is called Fancy Pop. We have our own fancy sauce here to present it. How you doing, Fancy? Hey, hey, hey. I'm hey, good. Fancy. How's it going, guys? Going well. Uh, good. Kate, we should listen here. Since you are an Australian national, um, Someone sent us something, and I haven't listened to this in a while, so uh-huh. bear with me. But someone sent us something about the metric system that I wanted to catch up on. I, Ed and I know that the metric system is, is this mythical system of measurement that's not used anywhere in the world. Everywhere. Except, except for here. drug dealers. Drug dealers. Right. Only only drug dealers. Literally it's, it's everywhere. not really a thing. Everyone uses not standard here. measurement like us. Um, and so <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about, but let, let's have a listen to what Mark the Nomad had to say about the metric system. Brian, Ed, Fancy, how you doing? Two things real quick for your, your voicemail. Number one, I saw a story that Asia McLean recanted her story from the Serial Podcast, and I wish this chick would just make up her fucking mind and figure out what she did, see or didn't see, because there's a murderer who could get off out of jail based on her testimony, because he, he clearly did it. Number two, something that's been bothering me lately, and I hope to get Fancy's opinion on this, the United States is one of the one of only three countries that still uses 
well, that doesn't use the metric system with the U.S., Burma, and Liberia. Now, should I be pissed off about this, that we are stuck on this? I know that Australia uses the, the metric system. Or should I have some sincere national pride that we're going to stick to our guns and, and here we travel in miles and we fill things in gallons and if you don't like it, you can, you know, don't fuck yourself. I'm sorry for all the profanity. I'm in a bad mood. Thank you. I mean, I don't think you should have some misplaced sense of pride because you still use the standard system. Yes. But the I don't correct th- system. I don't right. think it's going to change anytime soon. America, because we don't have to. That's the thing. Remember when we you guys have didn't to. have text messages and the rest of the world was texting each other, oh. but you couldn't text in America? Well, <laughs> you know what's great? Like a couple weeks ago, Kate must have felt real frisky about America and just posted a bunch of Instagram <laughs> shots, like bashing America. And Did I? The, 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 yeah, the per, yeah, you were talking about your stupid coffee. To, oh, oh, oh okay. America finally so, got on board with some coffee. And then, oh, you, oh and yeah, then, flat and white. Was, America, you're flat such white. a sad place. And it was yeah. a picture of Gossip Magazine. And what, what are you, what, you're the one reading the Gossip That's Magazines. Right. No, yeah. I just I just took a picture of one at a grocery store. The cover. Kate wasn't reading. Kate loves and prefers everything about Australia except for residing there. Yeah, except for living. Except there. that she doesn't live there. And I get it. If America had lost a bunch of wars, um, they they would not have to. They would not be talking about gallons and liters. That's We'd right. be talking about the metric Let's system. Just be clear. Oh. I've made huge sacrifices. <laughs> To live here. That's right. Okay. We're, we're also happy. Uh, but yeah, and but we, we dominate at so, war, so no, we, we dominate guns. the measurement scene along with Burma and Liberia. Well, excellent question by Mark. Also, Asia McLean. Are we still talking about... I meant to bring this up, actually, yes. like last week do or we, whenever we, that happened. Do we want to rehash cereal? Ad- Not really, but she really should make up her fucking mind. Ad- Adnan. Sorry for the language, but... It really bothers me. Adnan's gotten an appeal. He's hotter than ever. Anybody yeah. <laughs> anybody that checks theballerlifestyle.com sees that he has been mentioned as the next host of The Daily Show. Yeah. <laughs> New gig. New gig for Adnan. It's, things are looking up for the guy that killed his girlfriend back in 1988, 1998 in Baltimore. Uh, okay, Kate. Okay. What is going on? Let's talk about the real news. Yeah. get into it. Some happenings this week. Supreme idiot Kim Kardashian took her baby north to a fashion show. Actually, a few fashion shows over the weekend at New York Fashion Week. No shock, the baby had a tantrum and she had to take it outside because babies don't enjoy fashion shows. What do you guys think about bringing a baby to a fashion Ed, show? people that bring their babies to inappropriate places, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm opposed, but... I think we've all been there where we brought... I'm not saying we've been to fashion shows. But we've brought a baby that's just melted down. And you just had to leave for you, you know, a restaurant or something. I've, I mean... Right, but she has a choice. A- like she doesn't have to bring that baby Ed, to the front row. Ed, I, I don't know this about you, but I'm going to assume that you, like me, don't have an army of nannies at your disposal. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That could maybe well, watch yeah, a, your, a fashion your show makes no sense. And she, she I assume... I, I, you know, maybe there's a big assumption. I assume she brought that baby so it could be noticed, which of course, which Definitely. is the problem. Yeah, accessory. It's an accessory to yes. her. Um, baller lifestyle favorite Gwyneth Paltrow was seen together um, over Valentine's Day with husband 
still husband, who she recently consciously uncoupled from, Chris Martin and their children looking like a happy couple. These two are too weird for me. I can't work out what's going on. Um, like she's like, there's pictures of her sort of tenderly touching his shoulder and you know, there's body. I contact. feel like he's got Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> the weird, also, I feel like they're perfect for each other. Yes, the weird Ed? thing is, it, yes, couples go through cycles. Not, you know, not every marriage, but I'm saying like some will break up or, or just need some time apart. But she made like a whole like press release with this weird wording to like announce their breakup. And then they're seen together. Uncoupling. Like, come on. Like, don't don't make big pronouncements if you're not sure you're done yet. Uh, supposedly they had been already separated for like two years at the time. I, I really wish. I, Maybe I, they're just good friends. I she pre- seems like such a blast to be around. I prefer them together because if they separate, then they can go off and procreate with two more equally yeah, reprehensible you're people. against that yeah. so much. Um, okay, an image of supermodel... Cindy Crawford at a recent photo shoot has gone viral showing the mom of two in lingerie and completely untouched. Did you guys check out the picture? I saw it, Ed. I saw it. What would you it. think? I think she looks great. She's, she like, she's think, like 50. I mean, I that's a, it's a brave image. She does look great. Yeah. Ed, what, what are your thoughts? I think she looks fantastic. And when people, you know, people will, will obviously have a problem with it. And there's not one person, not one 48-year-old woman who wouldn't be heavily airbrushed. And not not look nearly as good as that. Yeah, that, that's the thing, and, and that's the problem. This that's the the world that we live in, where everything you look at is so fucking produced and just so filtered, and so we don't look at any authentic fake. images anymore. Yeah, and it's so when you see someone that looks real, you're like, oh my god, what, what's going on there? Like it's almost like your your mind can't wrap itself around what a normal person looks like in a magazine. And let's be honest, Cindy Crawford, hot. She's blessed. She has a genetic. She's a, a mutant. She is much more genetically gifted than most people, and she's always going to look good. I think more people should make a stand against heavily photoshopping themselves. Absolutely, I never photoshop myself. Okay, all right. I've, but I've, I've used the world of the, the the world of Instagram. Everybody's photoshopping themselves. <laughs> That's true. Um, okay, um, I had insider confirmation that. Cami Diaz is indeed preggers with Benji Madden's baby, Whoa. and that was the reason has, for their quickie wedding has last this, month. Has this been? Is this a baller lifestyle exclusive? Is, has the I don't press think gotten a hold of no, this? No, I don't think this has been announced officially. If it has, I missed it. Uh, um, but I, I got some uh, an insider tip. I love, I love that they got married because she was knocked up. Like it's 1954. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Gotta make an honest like, woman out of her. Well, yeah, I, who cares? I think it's because she wanted to do it before she started showing. Oh, right. And you know, because then you're pregnant, and then you have the baby, and then you gotta lose the baby weight. So that that's like you know, two years before you can get married. Does when you get pregnant by a Madden, does the baby come out with like a sideways yes. flat bill hat and sleeve tattoos? Yes, that's right. Sweet, good for her. <laughs> I'm glad she waited. Um, this is not. I, I'm not. I'm not being funny. This is not the shoes Madden, right? No. No, we talked about this already. I, I, I couldn't remember Madden. if I was right He's about gay. that or wrong about that. Benji and Joel Madden are twin brothers, and they're in a group called Good, Good, Sh- Good Charlotte. Good Charlotte. That's right. And I one is married to Nicole Ritchie. The other one's now married to Cammy oh, Diaz. One, one of them's gay? No, no. I think the Ma- the shoes Madden is gay. I'm sorry. I'm, try- I'm trying to... Steve Madden. I'm only, okay. I only say that based on the fact that he was a shoe designer. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Big um, risk. Okay, yeah. moving on. Amber Rose, 
do you, you guys are familiar with Amber Rose? I'm familiar. Yes. Model. Yeah. Amber yeah. Rose. Yeah. Ex fiance of Kanye West. Yep. Um, she made some comments on a radio on the radio yesterday about the youngest of the Kardashian clan, Kylie Jenner, and her alleged relationship with 25 year old rapper Tyga, saying that's ridiculous. He should be embarrassed. Oh, sorry. He should be ashamed of himself. That's how I feel for sure. He has a beautiful woman and a baby and left that for a 16-year-old who just turned 17. So what we're... What, uh, let me try to understand this. Amber Rose, who's got a lot of ass, is putting Kylie Jenner, who's the little one... On blast. On Front Street for mm-hmm. having a relation with some guy called Tyga, who's yes. a rapper who's 25 and she's yes. 17. Yeah, and because Amber is good friends with Tyga's ex, Black China, who oh he has a baby God. with. Oh, he, my God. She's alleging that he Whew. bounced from his marriage Ugh. and his child to hook up with little Kylie. Super confusing. So it didn't take long before Kylie's sister, Khloe Kardashian, and she, Amber no, Rose. She's the were, big one. Yeah, she's, we're in a she's the heavy. She's the heavy. <laughs> she's what? Sorry. Just she kidding. may or may not be, um, what's his name? OJ's daughter. That's right. Ed, have we lost you? No, I'm oh, here. Okay. okay, so it didn't take long before Khloe Kardashian and Amber Rose were in a heated back and forth on Twitter, with Khloe calling out Amber for being a stripper oh, at 15, and Amber coming back with... I'll be that little whore to support my family like your older sister is a whore to support hers. Um, We're even. I mean, well played. <laughs> yeah. Well played. That's a, that's a pretty good response. So the, so the beef went on and on. I did see her, like she posted a meme or something. Is that what you call that? Yeah. Where it's like. You put the words on the picture? Yeah, you put the words and it's like Kanye's back and he's facing all the, all the Kardashian uh-huh. family and he's like. And it, and the the words are like you don't want none of this. She's from South Philly. Yeah, she did. And I I mean I feel like that's actually pretty good way to look at things. Like you don't really want to fuck with anybody from the Philadelphia area. Mm-hmm. Area. Uh, Ed, any thoughts? What do you think about Amber Rose? Um, I I'm like sort of sexually attracted to her. Ed, I I dig her, and yeah. but she's one of these people that. She can go with a lot of different looks, and some yeah. don't aren't flattering right. to her. But yes. overall, she's a good looking. She's a good looking woman. Would yes. you but say she's got a lot of ass. that Kanye has a type? A lot of yeah, with a lot of ass. You know, I yeah. I've seen enough airbrush pictures, enough uh, like very specific shots of Kim Kardashian over the years that I forgot what she kind of really is shaped like. Yeah, and then she came on Conan. Right before the Super Bowl to like do a premiere of that dumb commercial she did, mm-hmm. and she stood next to Conan. And yes, he's tall and thin, yeah. but it was it was jarring the shape of her versus like a normal human being because yeah. you don't you don't really see her she just kind of in curves. space. It's yeah. crazy looking. It is crazy. Like, it's weird. Very and also, she looking. wears those um, really tight shapers yes. so yeah. that she really minimizes her waist to kind of accentuate the curves. Yeah. Even more. I liked her in um, Ric Flair's robe. She was, oh, was borrowed funny. something out of Ric Flair's um, wardrobe. <laughs> for, the, for the Grammys. Um, for the Grammys. I thought that was pretty cool. Okay. Um, next story. <clears throat> Patrick Swayze, who died of pancreatic cancer uh, more than five years ago, signed a will seven weeks prior to his death that shut out his entire family and left his massive no. fortune to his widow, Bodie. Lisa, it's claimed. However... Due to his ailing health at the time of the document's apparent signing, 
Swayze's family claims the will was forged and is calling for an investigation. Wow. Um, the wit, the relatives point to his widow, widow Lisa, as a prime suspect. According to Sean Swayze, Patrick's brother, when Patrick was three weeks into his illness, Lisa was hammering him to sign his fortune over to her. The last-minute will filed in New Mexico um, last year blindsided the late Dirty Dancing star's relatives, who were all very close to the actor while he was alive. So basically, um, they got a, a forensic handwriting expert commissioned by the National Enquirer, which analyzed Swayze's <laughs> wow. alleged signature wow. on the document and determined it was unlikely that he signed it. Um, that's not even close to my brother's signature, the late actor's brother agrees. Wait, hang on a second. How many, how many people can verify their sibling's signature? Yeah. Exactly. That's a, good, that's that's a, a weird thing. Good Sean, job, Perry Mason. Sean also says... Lisa was always a conniving thief. I wouldn't expect anything different from that. Wow, the gloves are off. Sean fumes. And, and, then, and also they filed in New Mexico, so that, that contract is not valid, And also right? this is Whoa. weird. <laughs> right, right. Do we, do we, I didn't, do we count that state? We don't, I don't, I think we recognize old Mexico more than we yeah. recognize New Mexico. <laughs> a New Swayze, yeah, a that. Swayze yeah. lawyer who witnessed the signing of the will refused to comment, which I think is pretty weird. Like if you were there and yeah. you're a lawyer for, for Patrick Swayze, yeah, and you witnessed it, you, you would just say, no, he signed it. Yeah, you got to mark your ex when you witness so, that shit. I think something, something's a little fishy. Yeah. Um, uh, any, what do you think, F. Lee Daly? <laughs> it, it's such a bummer, and you you see this a lot. like yeah. the, the, All the time. I mean, I, well, D- Dennis Hopper had that situation. Yeah. Well, Dennis like, Hopper, he had prostate cancer, and he was quickly tr- – he was doing the opposite. He was trying to – to, to will everything to his children so he wouldn't die. Because, but here's the thing, and this is what struck me here. Dennis Hopper was, like, recently married. Like, he'd been married to this woman for, like, six or seven years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Swayze and this Lisa Niemi have been married for, like, 30 years. Yeah. It was, like, not a new relationship. I think it's yeah. sort of weird that, I mean, wouldn't everything go to her? Wouldn't everybody expect him to give her everything because they're married? I would think so. Like, who's, who's like, really worried about what they're going to get when their brother dies? If their brother's married, don't you just assume, I'm not going to stand to inherit anything people from my with brother? Ri- people with rich relatives always assume that they're going to, like, spread the wealth around. Yeah, I mean, and, I, I, I need more world. info, but I might be Team Lisa here. Ed? I, I think I am because uh, one time I was in Denmark in a hotel room, and it was pouring rain, and I had to watch an action movie starring Don Swayze. <laughs> right, the brother, and, the other brother. And, and I got to say, I don't want him to receive anything. What, Ed, what was worse? That time you were in Copenhagen and you and that guy, that guy Lars, got into bed with you and sp- tried to spend the night or having to watch that Don Swayze movie? <laughs> Don Swayze was way worse because... <laughs> Because at least I knew that I'd have a good story about it the next day. I'd be like, dude, there was a naked Danish dude in bed with me. But with the day after I watched the Don Swayze movie, there was nothing to talk you about. couldn't tell just, anybody about that. No. I, <laughs> hey, guys, you know, you never believe what I did last night. <laughs> watched a Don Swayze action movie. Was, was Don Swayze also a dancer? I don't, I don't, yeah, I think there were leather pants involved. That's I all I remember. I've never wow. heard, literally never heard of Don Swayze. Fascinating. Well, I hope they can work that out. Kate, what else is going on? Um, that's it for pop culture. Let's talk The Batch. Ed, did you, did you catch up on The Bachelor? 
all caught up. Okay, here we go, Kate. What happened okay. on The Bachelor? Well, we're into that part of the show when all the really fun, crazy bitches have been sent packing, and we're left with the real contenders. The ones who got the hometown dates and the ones who finally get yes. to leave the country and go somewhere exotic, which, let's be honest, it's half the reason, at least, that anyone signs up for this bullshit. Okay, this week was a two-part episode over Sunday and Monday of four hours of The Bachelor, which I love. They went to his... They went to... What's they, his name? It was all about Iowa. They went Chris's to his, hometown. We got to see a fairly unromanticized version of Arlington, where Chris is from. Yeah. There's I, only, like, two businesses still open in town like everything's shut down it's like a ghost town okay i feel like the bloom is sort of off chris now that they've seen where he lives like he's this cashed up guy he's a fucking farmer whatever he's good looking he's tall then they go to his fucking town it's the sad and ed i know you watch this his his town is he literally lives in a ghost town there's no there's no one there bars closed the markets closed like all the businesses are shut down Michelle told me there's nothing to do there. Nothing. There's, there's not a bar to go to. There's nowhere to go out to dinner. No there's, not, there's not an open restaurant in the entire town. There is... Um, there, there, the nearest anything is an hour away. Like the nearest... I, I don't think there's a grocery store. Yeah. I don't think there's anything to do in that town. Um, so the so, big question is, do you, do either of you think there is anyone left that could stomach that lifestyle? Yeah, I do. I think there's two girls left. Whitney and so Becca. Three girls were cut this week, and they were Carly, the cruise ship singer, who quite frankly <laughs> seemed a bit emotionally unstable, and she never really had a shot. She's not cute, but they kept her around because she would mix it up with the other girls. And Carly did that thing that at least one girl does every time in the limo where she cries about how no one ever picks her yeah, and what's wrong with her. Time. Like, um, real, real depressing. Um, Britt got cut, and Britt had been a favorite of many people and was arguably the hottest, but I didn't think she was there for the right I reasons. Picked her, well, and we should clarify, she didn't get cut. I picked her to go wire to wire early. She quit, and she quit, and this is, this. and Ed, you'll know about this being a Bachelor expert. This is, this is a common play, is what you do is when you get close to the end, you get in a position where it looks like you might be able to win and then you have some sort of falling out with the bachelor you either get eliminated or you eliminate yourself in a bid to become the next bachelorette and also there's no way in hell she wanted to live on a farm in that tiny town in iowa no it's no one wants to live there But yeah what she she what she does want i'm betting though is yeah to be the next bachelorette uh, so she gets eliminated. Yeah, she left in tears, which, I, you know, I have a feeling this was all carefully orchestrated, including all the stuff leading up to her departure. Right. Then they cut Carly. They, Carly so you get down to Brit. three, and you go to their hometowns. Yes. Hometowns were with Jade, Becca, Caitlin, and Whitney. Now, there's no... All of the whitest white girl names you can think of. Everyone knows Jade's not winning, but because here's a sentence you've never heard anyone say in your life. Hi, I'd like you to meet my wife, Jade. <laughs> okay. Or... Yes? Hey, hey there's, there's a girl named Jade living on the farm down there. You, don't, you wouldn't hear that either. <laughs> no, definitely not. But talk about white girl names. Whitney, Becca, Caitlin. Yeah, for sure. Um... Predictably, Becca and Whitney both had that fug older sister who's like throwing shade and not being very supportive of their sister's bid for The Bachelor. This is like another rule on The Bachelor. When they go home, like, 
you need to have a way less attractive, preferably fat, older sister to tell you how you're not good enough. Or okay. how he's not good enough for you. And um, Whitney's sister wouldn't even give her approval to Chris for a proposal, telling him to call her when there weren't four girls. Yeah, that's kind of rational, though. But she was... She, she could have just been like, she, if you choose her, you have my blessing. Yeah, she was a she was a frowny, stupid, sad. She was way not nearly as cute as Whitney, and it bugged her. Um, Jade's family was the best, though, with her dad basically telling Chris in as many words that she was the town bicycle, and her brother calling her a wild Mustang. Yeah, that did not go well for Jade. It was not a good episode for Jade. She should have maybe thought about quitting a little sooner. So what happens was Jade. Um, the pressure was on, and Jade had to tell Chris that she had done nudes for Playboy. So she takes him to her sad motel room. Oh, that was awful. That was I think that was his motel. Oh, room. sorry, his sad motel room. Was, she was probably staying and with she her tell, sad she, family. She tells him, and then she's like, "Do you want to look at the pictures?" And in the most awkward scene ever on The Bachelor, they sat on this couch and looked on a laptop at her nudes. Yeah, does that does that sound awkward? I know you're watching. Was that? Did you feel like that was awkward? I mean, what what was the point of that scene? Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like I would have opted out, and I feel like Chris wanted. I feel to like opt the producers out. were like, "This yeah. is what's going to happen. You uh, guys are going to look at them, yeah. together. L- look at like maybe they. Re- I don't know if they really looked at them, but Jay didn't seem too embarrassed. <laughs> do you think? Do you think they saw the comments at the bottom that I read last week? No. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would murder that vagina or whatever yeah. it said. Like, poor, just Jade. Awful. poor Jade. Yeah, um, that was unfortunate. But I feel like Jade's going to get a bump out of this. So, yeah, then they had a rose ceremony and um, we saw Chris say bye-bye to Jade. Jade was wearing a one-armed dress and Very white... Red, white red carpet, long white, floor-length black dress. White pumps with, with a black lace dress. With white pumps. Yeah, it was that a bad... Seems look. very farm-friendly. I, yes. yes. I think that's why she got she, cut. She was ready to go out and work the fields. So next week they're <laughs> traveling to my old home of Bali, Indonesia, which should be good. I can't believe this. Like, how did they shoot something? And, like, they had a TV producer right there to help them. Do, I know. To, to help them with all their production needs, and you didn't get a call, Kate. I wasn't there. Unbelievable. They've shot this since I've been here. Unbelievable. God. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, we'll see what happens in Bally. My pick to win, though, is still Becca, but I think it'll come down to Whitney and Becca. Caitlin's definitely, definitely the most fun and has the most going on personality-wise, but I think... That will be her downfall. I, I like, like she's a little too edgy for him. Yep. Um, and no one could listen to Whitney's voice on a daily basis. We so sh- that we, sh- Becca. we should talk about this. Um, Caitlin and Chris on their hometown, they went to a recording studio and they recorded oh God, a rap song. <laughs> what? Kate, I blocked Kate, that out of my mind. As a woman, <laughs> I can only guess, but maybe you can lend some perspective to this. Chris's rapping, do you think that gave Caitlin a case of chronic vaginal dryness? Yes. Because yes. there's n- he was really, really an unfortunate Who's, rapper. Ed, you might need was, to Google the clip. Who's, who's 
idea is this? It is was, it the producers, or does he like no, really like to do this on the side? No, no Caitlin I think, put it forward. As I her think they idea. do like something that the girl want, like the um, like the other girl, Whitney, tried to steal his sperm. She, she's a fertility she's a fertility nurse. nurse, so she took him to like where they do the in vitro oh, at her no. clinic, and she's like, okay, go There's in this room cup. here There's and jack off. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they kind of try to do something that they're into, and Chris is like, stick to farming. Like, I feel like he's pretty successful at that, and his, his I couldn't even look at the TV while he's he was rapping. He's so boring. Yeah, he's He doesn't boring. talk. We know nothing about him besides the fact that he's yeah. a farmer. Seems like what a do nice we know guy. about him? He seems like a nice guy. He's yeah, handsome. He's, but he's boring. Yeah, he seems boring. He's got a Harley. Uh, okay, Kate, is that it? That's it. All right, excellent bachelor report. Really exciting. We've got we've got the the they're going to Bali. I'm very very and excited do about fantasy that. suites. They're gonna they're gonna have some Indonesian sexual intercourse. I'm really excited for yeah, that fantasy suites. And Becca Becca's is, a virgin. She's know, gonna have to a virgin. she's gonna have to break that news to him. Oh, that's right. I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll talk about that next week. Until next week, Ed. Anything else? Uh, yeah, I'm just excited because the way you're talking, The Bachelor is near the end. It's heating up. I know you're getting into it. Yeah. <laughs> really, I'm really impressed with myself coming up with F. Lee Daly. Like, I <laughs> yeah, feel like... It's pretty, pretty solid. That's pretty like my solid. crowning achievement. I don't think I'll ever do anything that good. <laughs> I should <laughs> probably just quit. Totally. Uh, okay. Until next week, for Fancy Sauce, for Ed Daly... I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye.